today as we continue to think about goodness as a fruit of the Spirit and how God is good and all that He does is morally right and righteous and His goodness is something that by His grace we receive in Christ and that He desires to grow in our lives and in our hearts to where we desire to do what is good, morally right and righteous for His glory and for His work and for our good. As we think about it today, I want to remind us of the second point that we discussed this past Sunday, which was that God's goodness satisfies and attracts His people. You know, sin is sometimes attractive. Our flesh, our sinfulness, looks at the things of this world that the enemy and sin says will satisfy, and sometimes those things seem attractive to us. But for all of us, I think we could agree today, if we're open and honest, that sin never satisfies. It always promises what it can't deliver. It promises satisfaction and fulfillment, happiness, and it always leaves us with emptiness, guilt, and shame. Sin never delivers on what it says it will deliver. It never satisfies. But at the same time, I hope that all of us as believers have experienced the complete opposite when it comes to the goodness of God, when it comes to His goodness growing in us and a desire to do what is morally right and righteous. And when we act on those things, when we live for the Lord in our lives, when we do something genuinely in a selfless and sacrificial way for the good of someone else, it it never disappoints. It always leaves us with a satisfaction that sin could never deliver. It never leaves us feeling guilty or ashamed, but satisfied because God's goodness is satisfying. And ultimately, if we think about the reality that the goodness of God is satisfying, it means this, that the greatest experience and the fullness of goodness is found in Him. His presence with us is what satisfies more than anything else. His way for us is what satisfies more than anything else. Jeremiah the prophet talked of the reality of how God's people one day would be satisfied with His goodness And the prophet Hosea even spoke of a time where God's people would come to, they would be attracted to Him in the fear of the Lord and and in this way, in, in His goodness. That God's goodness not only satisfies, but it attracts. And isn't that true? As believers, Aren't we attracted not only to to our God who is good, but we're attracted to those in whom the goodness of God is being produced in their lives. Who can see it 
in their lives and their love for the Lord and their love for others in their love and their pursuit of doing what is morally right and righteous for the glory of God in their lives that that is attractive and we're attracted to it today I I want to encourage you to pray for me as I pray for you that God will grow us in our satisfaction of his goodness in our lives and he will continue to draw us and attract us to himself in his goodness but let's also pray for this pray that he will grow his goodness in us so that others will be attracted to the Lord through his goodness in our lives and we'll see and taste the satisfaction of God's goodness in the way that they experience the goodness of God in how we show his goodness to them.